Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Accenture Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. All right, hello and welcome to our Accenture's Intelligent Dynamic Sensing podcast. Today I have again joining me Antonio Robastelli. Welcome, Antonio. Hi, Bruce. Thank you for inviting me. So today we're going to be discussing, um, as part of our, our series, the utility of athlete baselines and how some of the statistics from plantar pressure insoles and gait analysis can inform that condition. So I have a few questions for you. I want to start with asking you a little bit about uh, how can plantar pressure and gait analysis be effectively utilized to establish baseline measures for uh, athletes' foot biomechanics and running patterns? Uh, yeah, uh, in order to you know be effective, a plantar pressure measurement and gait analysis uh, for baseline main measurement, it has to be performed, especially at the beginning of a new season in team sports, uh, during what we call pre-season camp uh, when we have more time to develop players so we have more time to to test players and create individual benchmarks and it's important uh, to perform uh, measurements uh, each day each day for at least one week in order to create a sort of uh, individual, Profile, profile that can be used as a benchmark during the season uh, because each athlete has its own uh, individual uh, you know bandwidth of uh, foot biomechanics and running pattern that can be uh, easily uh, easily uh, addressed uh, by uh, by creating that baseline measurement during the the precision. Uh, what role does plantar pressure and gait analysis play in assessing an athlete's natural movement tendencies? And how can that information be used to create personalized training programs? Yeah, uh, when discussing about the role of plantar pressure measurement and gait analysis in assessing you know, a, an athlete's movement tendency, we need to uh, stress out the fact that it's a uh, thanks to the foot function that players are able to properly transmit uh, to the ground the large uh, forces that they can generate uh, with the muscles of the of the lower body and of you know the the of the hips so uh, plantar pressure has uh, probably the uh, provide coaches with the opportunity to look at something that is not possible to recognize with the with the naked eye so it's uh, probably the most complete technology that uh, help and support uh, sports science strength and conditioning sports medicine professional in understanding how the athlete move and how a uh, training program, especially technical skills, can be 
uh, adjusted in order to avoid any abnormal loading of certain joints and certain tissue on the body. Thank you. And well, let's drill down a little deeper and talk about uh, in what ways does the integration of plantar pressure and gait analysis enhance the understanding of an athlete's weight distribution and stride mechanics, uh, aiding in the establishment of performance baselines? Yeah, uh, that's very important because even if we have an ideal an ideal stride mechanics, uh, each athlete, each player has its own uh, bandwidth. It's what I call bandwidth of normal values. Uh, so uh, integrating plantar pressure, so kinetic data uh, with gait analysis and with uh, temporal data, uh, we can... Uh, understand uh, how that distribution of load between left and right side is going to affect also the the mechanics of the stride and the time it takes for the player to uh, to perform a specific task so and uh, this information that information can be uh, can be added to the individual performance baseline of the of the player and uh, this kind of information can also uh, be associated with any sport-specific analysis of dominant limbs, uh, dominant uh, foot, and so on. Thank you. And kind of uh, uh, as a comparison to that, if we start to talk a little bit about uh, you know some problems that could be identified, can you elaborate on some practical applications of plantar pressure and gait analysis uh, tools to identify potential irregularities or inefficiencies in an athlete's gait and how addressing those findings could contribute to injury prevention. So uh, in terms of practical application in, um, in, in team sports, I like to use uh, plantar pressure measurement uh, by uh, measuring both general pattern and specific pattern. For general pattern, I mean uh, walking gait that is helpful to uh, create a, a sort of uh, individual benchmark for, for the player. It's an indicator of general ability to move. So this is the first step uh, when analyzing and assessing a player. Uh, second step is to uh, perform a, a specific um, test measurement based on the type of sport. So uh, in, uh, in soccer, we are mostly interested in uh, sprinting and in changes of direction as well. Uh, in uh, baseball, maybe we are interested a lot in weight shifting uh, in weight shifting uh, skills. So uh, the second step, the specific test step, uh, allows to better understand if any uh, compensation, uh, if any uh, abnormal pattern in the general testing is showing up as a compensation in the specific uh, in the specific test, or uh, if it's not compensating and. We can use this information to to drive any injury prevention program, especially when looking at abnormal loading of certain tissues 
and uh, lack of stability and balance during uh, during high velocity movements. Now, if we start, if we uh, tra transfer to talk a little bit about, um, you know, using these benchmarks for improving athletes, how do planet pressure and gait analysis contribute to the objective measurement of an athlete's stability and balance during movement? And how could that data be used as a benchmark for tracking improvements over time? Yeah, uh, planter pressure mapping is a unique technology uh, to assess uh, stability and balance during movement uh, because it helps to understand how the the load is distributed in each limb and also how the transfer of force and the pressure is distributing during the all stance phase. So that's very uh, important. Also, um, there is a feature which is a fantastic feature, which is the cyclogram analysis, uh, which is uh, of fundamental importance when trying to understand the symmetrical dynamic balance during movement because it allows uh, to have a idea of how that mm, the variability between the the left and right side is progressing during during uh, step by step uh, and how the center of pressure uh, is moving uh, from one link to uh, to another in terms of symmetry which is a good indicator of overall balance and overall stability and we can use this as a benchmark for tracking improvements over time what I'd like to do then is kind of wrap up with the more practical perspective then. So what are some examples of how longitudinal tracking of an athlete's planner pressure or gait analysis data can assist coaches and sports scientists in monitoring performance progression and making uh, necessary adjustments to their training techniques? Yeah, uh, a practical exam example is uh, when uh, during a preseason in a team sport, uh, if we measure and create individual baseline for each player, uh, we can easily uh, speed up the process if there is a potential injury of a, of a player because if we have the pre-injury data, we can easily benchmark uh, and uh, tailor the rehabilitation process and the return to play decision based on when the player is getting back to the pre-injury values in terms of uh, dynamic of the of the strike uh, in terms of monitoring performance and also fatigue we can use the the longitudinal tracking to recognize if uh, especially during uh, you know, uh, concentrated week of of games. Uh, if the if uh, certain players are suffering from uh, from potential fatigue and there is a shift uh, and there is a change uh, from normal values in terms of pressure distribution, uh, in terms of uh, center of pressure uh, trails uh, and uh, force transmission uh, given that uh, it's important that uh, also the type of shoes 
uh, that have been used during the during the the baseline measurements remain uh, the same during the during the season to avoid any potential interference from from the shoes. Great. Well, thanks, Antonio, and and always um, really appreciate these insights and a little glimpse into uh, some of the very interesting content that you're going to provide um, along with some evidence in our upcoming webinar. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, looking forward to see you for our next webinar uh, of the new Team Sports series. Thank you for tuning in to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. To learn more, go to Accenture.com or email us at sales at Accenture.com with any questions you may have. We'd love to hear from you. Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts. <music>